This is the Sage of Sports Podcast, where we talk everything and anything about the current topics in the sports world. I'm your host, Glass, a.k.a. the Sage of Sports. Let's get the show cracking. This is the B-side of episode three of the uh, Sage of Sports Podcast. This is where I give you my weekly picks of the NFL season. And this week, we're, we are doing week five of this NFL season. I did great last week. I think I went 10-5 and five in week four. whole lot better than what I did in week three where I went 7-9. But it is what it is. I'm only going to get better. As you know, as you get older, you get better. As you as the season progresses, you know who's who and what's what. You see the cream rising to the top. So as you can tell, I'm starting off early. I'm getting better. I'm going to stay that way. Uh, I'm going to go through my week five picks. This is a little late. As, uh, as, as I explained in the A side of episode three, I messed up and lost the lost the video file, uh, the audio file of my picks on my computer. I couldn't find it, so I'm sitting here going to do it again for you guys, so you know who to pick and who not to pick. Uh, first off, I'm gonna give you my power five from week four. Uh, number five was the Buffalo Bills. Number four was the Baltimore Ravens. Number three was the Green Bay Packers. Number two was the Seattle Seahawks. And of course, y'all know the number one team in my power five was the Kansas City Chiefs. Last night was the uh, Thursday night game between the three and one Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the three and one Chicago Bears at Soldiers Field. I picked the home team to win that game. And if y'all need receipts, Go check out uh, my partners in crime at Urban Arena, Team Boy TV. We did a we did a show Wednesday night uh, live, and we made our picks. And at, like I said, at first I picked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but after listening to JB, aka this uh, Raven Shogun and Big Q, they changed my mind. I went ahead and picked the Chicago Bears. So. Want to thank you too for changing my mind to pick the right team. So those are my receipts. If you want to check it out, I'll put it down in the in the description of that show. Check it out. It was a good show like uh Wednesday night. So once again, Thursday night, I had the had had the Chicago Bears to win that game and they won that game. I've got the score right now. Uh on Sunday, first on the docket is the one and three Minnesota Vikings going up against the undefeated. Seattle Seahawks at CenturyLink Field. The Vikings, it's, they, they sputtered off at the beginning, first four weeks, first three weeks. Um, they are one and three. I think last week they beat the Houston Texans, 31-23. So I think they got their stride. But Kirk Cousins is not that quarterback that, I, that they thought they were and what I thought that he was halfway of. You know, he got weapons, Adam Thielen, J.J., Justin Jefferson, and they got running back Dalvin Cook that was doing a good job since coming back from his injury. But Kirk Cousins is not that dude. And you're going up to Central League Field to have a, a legitimate defense, and you're going up against Russell Wilson, who I believe should be MVP this year. He's running for, for MVP. Uh, it's just too much for him because he even got weapons. Tyler Lockett, wide receivers Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Uh, I think Chris Carson, the running back, he's coming back. So 
I definitely have the Seattle Seahawks beating the Minnesota Vikings. Next up, I thought it could be an upset. The 2-2 two and two Las Vegas Raiders going up against uh, the undefeated Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. Raiders impressed me, but something about Derek Carr, I don't think he's, I don't think he's primed right now. I think he's, he's a quality quarterback, but I think he started off slow, and he's getting better. As weeks go by, but going against Kansas City Chiefs, you ain't you ain't ready for that right there. And the Kansas City Chiefs, that offense is just fast. He got he got everything over there. Tyreek Hill, um, Travis Kelsey, uh, what? Uh, gosh, I can't remember the other wide receiver name, but he was he he stepped his game up, but uh, just too much. It didn't the the the. The running back, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, he doing damage. So it's just too much over there for the for the for the Raiders to handle. And I have the Raiders, I'm sorry, the Chiefs over the Raiders. Next up, we got the one, two, and one Cincinnati Bengals going up to MT Bank Stadium to play the three and one Baltimore Ravens. I like what I see in Joe Burrow quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. I think they're going to have a, at least an eight and eight year, I believe, if everybody stay healthy. But the Baltimore Ravens on a mission. Uh, Lamar Jackson, the uh, running MVP, won it last year. He got a lot of weapons over there. Not only just him running and passing. His passing has become a little bit more accurate, which is better. But you got Marquise Brown over there, Mark Andrews, the tight one of the top five tight ends in the league. Uh, he do damage in the in the red zone. Uh, they look unbeatable. So I got the Ravens over the Cincinnati Bengals. Next up, we got the Battle of Pennsylvania, the one two and one Philadelphia Eagles going up against the undefeated three and zero Pittsburgh Steelers in Heinz Field. Carson Wentz is a liability. Ben Roethlisberger, the quarterback for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, looked like he's he's got a couple of years left in his tank after having that elbow surgery. He got a lot of weapons on offense. Uh, that defense going to give the, – the Steelers defense going to give Carson Wentz the flux. I don't think he'll be able to get the ball out quick enough or get the ball out accurate enough to his, play, to his receivers. I'm going to say this might be a blowout. I got the Steelers over the – uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Next up, we got the three and one Los Angeles Rams going up to FedEx Field to play the Washington Washington football team. Now I got a problem with Washington, and I like Ron Rivera, the head coach of the team, but I don't like the way he played Dwayne Haskins. You know, he, he replaced him. I think Dwayne Haskins got knocked all the way down to third string quarterback, and they replaced him with uh, Kyle Allen. Now I have no problem with the change, but the way he did it was 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 uh, bushly. You know, Kyle Allen came over with Ron Rivera from the Carolina Panthers, and Kyle Allen is a serviceable quarterback. But I don't think they did Dwayne Haskins justice. But that's just me. We'll t- I'll talk about it later if I need to talk about it. But talking about this game, Los Angeles Rams, they playing up to par. They're three and one going up against one and three team. You do the math. I got the the Los Angeles Rams over the Washington professional football team. Next up, 
is the two and two Carolina Panthers going up against the, the winless Atlanta Falcons at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I talked about it on the show on Team Boy TV Live. Sorry, Big Q, but I'm going to have to give it to the Atlanta Falcons. They're sick and tired of being sick and tired. They're sick and tired of losing. They're going to need this game to keep, have Dan Quinn keep his job. It's a divisional game. Carolina Panthers, they look good, but they're missing Christian McCaffrey. And once again, Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater, I give him credit. He looked good last week going up against uh, the Arizona Cardinals. He looked like he could could run. That knee is pretty cool, but they need more. Matt Ryan, uh, Julio Jones, uh, Ridley, it's going to be too much for him. I got the Atlanta Falcons winning at home against the Carolina Panthers. Next up is my beloved Denver Broncos. That's one and three. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, they go into Gillette Stadium to play the two and two New England Patriots. I don't know if you want to consider this an upset, but uh, I'm going to call the upset. My Denver Broncos will squeak out a win. Uh, I'm going to say by three points. Now, the only thing that's going to scare me is the fact that Vic Fangio the head coach of the Broncos have his game management sucks at the in the fourth quarter. And of course he's going up one of the best, I think the best head coach in the NFL in NFL history in Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick know how to make sugar out of ish out of any situation. And now let's not forget they are missing Cam Newton that was playing well this season and cornerback uh, Stephon Gilmore, one of the top defenders in the league. I know I am – it might be a biased opinion because I love my Denver Broncos, but I'm going to pick the Broncos for the upset over the New England Patriots in Gillette Stadium. So if you want to jump off the cliff with me, go ahead and jump off the cliff. Next up, we got the 2-2 two and two Arizona Cardinals going up against the winless New York Jets. Do we need to go into this? I believe – and and, they only, and the Jets doesn't even, don't even have Sam Darnold. They have Joe Flacco. And I hate, okay, let me change that. I am showing my my emotions right now. I was a Joe Flacco fan when he first got got to the Baltimore Ravens from the University of Denver. Baltimore Ravens got all they got out of, squeezed up out of them, and they went on ahead and, and gave them to us, Denver Broncos, and he sucked as a Denver Bronco. And I was happy to get rid of him. Now he's on the Jets. Good riddance. All that being said, Cardinals over the Jets. Adam Gase, head coach of the Jets, to lose his job. Moving on to the undefeated Buffalo Bills. It's 4-0. Going up against another undefeated team, Tennessee Titans. I already talked about the Tennessee Titans on my on side and on the A side of episode three, and how I believe they were stuck on stupid handling this coronavirus situation. Now they have, like I said, 23 total Titan players and personnel contracted the, the, the virus that by itself going to give Buffalo bills the win for this game. So I got the Buffalo bills with, uh, Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen winning this game. I know that the, the Titans have Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. Now Derrick Henry, get the ball 40 times and run for, 
excuse me, run for 200 yards or something like that, I give the Titans a chance. But I, I don't see it. So I'm going to go ahead with the Bills over the Titans. Next up, we got the one and three Miami Dolphins at Levi Stadium play the two and two San Francisco 49ers. I believe Ryan Fitzpatrick still is the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. I like what they're doing. Um, but I think – I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is coming back for the 49ers. and still might be Mullins, but he got a lot of weapons. George Kittle, one of the top, top three <laughs> tight ends in the league. Uh, Debo Samuel, I think he's coming back. And the emergence of Brandon Ayuk last week when he leaped over, did a, a hurdle over the defender last week for the touchdown was great. I think he's up and coming. A lot of offensive weapons. They're playing at home. I got the San Francisco 49ers over the Miami Dolphins. Next up, we got the undefeated New York Giants going up against the one and three Dallas Cowboys at AT AT&T Stadium. (sighs) New York Giants don't have anything. (laughs) They, they, all they have is the quarterback, David Johnson. That's all they got. Oh, uh, I'm not going to ish on Golden Tate, but they're going to need more than that. Uh, I think the Dallas defense is going to make up for what they did last the past couple of weeks. Everybody been calling them soft, not showing up. I think Dallas, they're going to prove a point this week up against the New York Giants. This is a fluff game. This is the kind of game that the Cowboys need in order to get back on track. Enough said. I'm going to have – I got the Dallas Cowboys over – the New York Giants and the New York Giants will go 0 and 5 winless. Next up is the 3 and 1s Indianapolis Colts going up against the 3 and 1s Cleveland Browns at First Energy Stadium in Cleveland. I like what I see in Cleveland. And me, I keep on referring back to the Big Q. I don't understand what he he got. What's his name? Baker Mayfield over Joe Burrow or the Cleveland. I mean, of the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't see it. I don't think Blake. Listen, I was a Blake, a Baker Mayfield fan, a Baker Mayfield fan when he first came to the league. But the man is not accurate. The man does not have to throw a long ball. He does throw a long ball, but he's not accurate. And I was trying to explain to Big Q the reason why I say that is because you have one of the top wide receivers in the league in Odell Beckham. Hell, you got. And you got Jarvis Landry on the other side, but back to Odell Beckham. Top wide, one of the top wide receivers in the league. And after four games, he only have 11 catches. And he's frustrated. You can see he's frustrated. So I like, and you going up against one of the number one defense in the Indianapolis Colts. And I see it in firsthand when they, when they played my hometown, um, Chicago Bears and gave them their first loss. That defense is legit. Phillip Rivers, he's an old man, but he can still get the job done. I understand all the person, the personnel that that uh, Browns have with Kareem Hunt, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, Austin Hooper, all that, but you got to get the ball to them, and I don't think he can. So I have the Indianapolis Colts going in the first energy stadium to, to beat the Cleveland Browns. Colts over the Browns. Last but not least, Monday Night Football, we have the 1-3 Los Angeles Chargers going up against the 2-2 two two New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints need to be playing better than what they is. I'm not saying Drew Brees is washed up, 
but he got a little water on him. I'm just going to put it like that. His accuracy is not like it was before. Father Time is catching up with him. He got him against the ropes. But that's neither here nor there. They got Alvin Kamara to run the ball. I think he got enough to give the ball to, to get the ball to Michael Thomas. Um, Chargers, they're young. Um, they just threw in the, the rookie quarterback, Justin uh, Herbert. They, like I say, won one game. It's going to be a long season for them. To me, I believe. All said and done, they're playing in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. I got the New Orleans Saints over the Los Angeles Chargers. The teams that are in the bye week in week five is the, is the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers. So those are my picks for week five of the 2020 NFL season. Hope you enjoy listening to the show. Thank you for listening to the Sage of Sports Podcast through Anchor, Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and, po- and Pocket, Pocket Cast. Subscribe to the channel so you, so you can be alerted to all the future episodes of this podcast for your listening pleasure. Follow me on the following social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Anchor.fm, The Sage of Sports. Follow me on Twitter at Sage of Sports One. Send your comments, suggestions, and contact me, contact me via email at thesageofsports at gmail.com. Um, once again, thank you for joining me. I'm having fun doing this. Uh, while you're here, go ahead and follow my partners in crime, uh, Big Q, JB, at Team Board TV Turbo. Uh, we got other Urban Arena affiliates. I'm waiting for them to get on. Go ahead and get on. Uh, shout you out. I'm going to shout you out now. Uh, AA Sports, Straight Sports No Chaser with Diego Borisnikov, the Black Dominican Russian, and Uncle Hate, the six feet and under rebound champ, I think it is. I'm, I'm, I haven't heard, <laughs> heard anything from him in a long time. Six foot and under rebound champ, I believe it is. So uh, those, are, those are people up under Urban Arena. Sage Sports, Team Boy TV, AA Sports, Straight Sports, No Chasers. So I've been rambling long enough. I want you guys, thank you. Thanks again for joining the show. And as always, be good, be safe. Later, I am out.